Hi, I'm Christine, and welcome to the 5 Foot 5 and Growing Podcast, a podcast where I dig deep, do some difficult self-reflection, try to learn from my past, all the while trying to become the woman I want to be, whoever she is. I haven't figured that out yet, hence the podcast. So please join me on this new journey of discovery and hopefully growth. Figuratively, of course, I'm 5 foot 5 inches tall. That doesn't mean I still can't grow. Welcome to the latest episode of the 5 Foot 5 and Growing Podcast. This is Christine. How are you doing today? Well, it is Tuesday, October 22nd. And, ooh, can't believe we're almost done with October. We are approximately seven weeks into the fourth quarter quest. Started on September 1st. Uh, It's been me and the nephew, but really it's just been me. But, uh, yeah, it's going. It is going. Now, it's actually been going pretty good this week. It's only Tuesday, but so far so good. So, you know, as we do every episode, we start off with an update. So I weighed in on Saturday and I was down five pounds. Uh, down to 317. Uh, I had slipped back to my original weight uh, the week prior. So we're doing pretty good. Uh, I haven't had wings in almost three weeks. Or has it been three weeks? Yeah, it's almost been three weeks. Uh, that's actually astounding. If you've listened to the earlier episodes, it's wings over everything. I really need to get t-shirts made because it's a mantra. But I have not had wings. Uh, haven't had too many crap-tastic foods. I haven't fried anything at the house. Um, yeah. So I'm getting there. This is all a learning process. And, you know, it's trial and error. Or error and, error and trial, really. I've been doing pretty good. Haven't killed McDonald's. I've gone a couple times, but they were just extenuating circumstances. Like, I forgot my lunch one day, and I was feeling sick uh, another day. But um, still on track. Still on track. The nephew, honestly, he's not really. He is too focused on NBA 2K and Madden and girls, so... Uh, I don't think he is as invested as I am. Maybe that'll change. Not sure. But um, like I said, this is all work in progress. It's mostly me. He's just kind of a a tag along. But one of these days, I'll get him to go to the gym with me. We'll see. But so, so far, so good. Um, Last week, I was in like a really rough spot mentally. Just not feeling myself. Just felt really down. Um, I won't say I snapped out of it, but I really tried to not dwell in that bad space. Um, every weekend is kind of a redo, sort of. Actually, to be honest, these weeks, like we're on October 22nd, time feels like it's going by a lot quicker. I don't know if it's because the days... It gets darker earlier, so I don't know if my days feel differently now. I'm not sure. But it just seems like it's a, I mean, you know, you work at an office setting and you say, hey, you know, hey, Sheila, how you doing? It's like, oh, same stuff, different day. But honestly, it's really starting to feel like that and not in like a good way, like, The days are really starting to run together. I'm not really sure I like it. And then the weekends are the same. Well, Saturday I get up, I exercise with my mom. We get bagels for breakfast. I watch football all day. And then Sunday, mom goes to church. I try to quote-unquote sleep in, which usually consists of getting up in my normal Time at six in the morning and then trying to fall back asleep and then waking up after she leaves to go to church. 
But and then I watch football most of the day and it seems like the whole day is gone. I look up, it's eight o'clock at night and I'm like, oh crap, I didn't do any laundry and I don't know, it just feels like it's very repetitive. And I'm starting not to like it at all. So I was thinking about that today. I was listening to uh, I think I was listening to the Getting Grown podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts to get through work. Um, so if you hear me mention other ones, it, that's basically my entertainment. Actually, it's my education in a sense. Um, I listen to funny ones, but most of them are informative uh, or they're funny and informative. But I was listening to like an old episode of Getting Grown and they were talking about self-care and like routines. I think I need to come up with a better routine uh, for during the week so I don't feel like the days are running together Mm, I don't know I have to come back to that one but that was just today that was an episode I listened to today so I really haven't flushed that idea out yet but definitely need to do something to mix up or to make these days so they don't feel like Groundhog's Day every day it's just really weird how it just kind of rinse, you know, wash, rinse, repeat. I don't know. But, um, yeah, we're doing pretty good here. Saturday I got up early, or actually, Bear the kitty cat woke me up early, and then I couldn't fall back asleep, so I decided to uh, go to the gym. Gym, Planet Fitness doesn't open, or the one in my neighborhood doesn't open till 7 on the weekends. So I tried to tiptoe out at six something in the morning to make it to the gym when they opened. Mom's heard me. She wanted to tag along. So we went and exercised. It actually did pretty good. I actually lifted weights for the first time since the the hernia surgery back in July. Uh, You know, nothing crazy. Just some, uh, they got a TRX, uh, equipment so I did some some rows with that and then some tricep extensions and then some step ups and then they got like a little rope like you're climbing a rope but you're not actually climbing the rope so I did that I actually felt really good um did a little bit on the treadmill I wore my new kicks uh the yellow uh Cody Hudson Nike Air Pegasus that I bought for the turkey trot that I signed up for I wore those. They, those things are like walking on clouds. Those those shoes are phenomenal. I may have to buy another pair in like blue. But those things are so comfortable. Uh, but that was the first day I wore them. So they were a little uncomfortable that first day. Um, I didn't tie the shoes the way I should have probably. But got a workout in at the gym. At the crack of dawn on a Saturday. That's the first... Or a first in a while, I guess I should say. So that's that was pretty good. Um, Saturday, Sunday was a wash, literally rain, cold and rainy all day, so it was just a chill day on the inside. But the highlight of the week so far, even though it's only Tuesday, so the, I signed up for a turkey trot last week. If you listened to last week's episode, uh, I'm doing my first turkey trot, which is a 5K on Thanksgiving, uh, which wouldn't be... I mean, it's daunting considering how out of shape and overweight I am at the current moment. But I live in Syracuse, New York, which is literally smack dab in the middle of New York State. And it gets really cold and really snowy here. And we usually get a snowstorm around Thanksgiving. So so for me to sign up for a 5K outside, where it's potentially really cold and or snowing, It's pretty ballsy on my part, but I signed up. They took my whole $29 and some change. And uh, the course is around Onondaga Lake Park, which is the one of the finger lakes that are next. It's right next to Syracuse. Beautiful. They've done a tremendous job with the park. I don't go there enough. Funny enough, uh, I really love being next to water. But that's, I live in the city and that's out in the suburbs. So I don't go out there very often, but it's a lot closer to where I work than it is closer to my house. 
So since that is where the race is going to be, I decided Monday or I decided last week that if I'm going to exercise when it's nice out, I'm going to walk the park to try to like get used to the course and the terrain and the atmosphere in that area so I can, you know, build up my tolerance to do the 5K. So Monday after work, I changed clothes at work. And it was a beautiful sunny day. It was like almost 70 degrees. So people out there in tank tops and shorts. And I'm sitting there with sweatpants and a hoodie and a winter hat on because it was cold when I left the house. But uh, I I set out I was going to do a half an hour. I told myself I was just going to walk for a half hour, bring it on home. Tell me why I walked for almost an hour and I did over two miles straight. No stopping. I didn't stop and tie my shoes. I didn't stop and catch my breath. No water break. I walked continuously for two miles and some change. I haven't done that in forever. And I know that sounds like sad or pathetic in a way, but I have a sedentary job. I sit at a desk all day and then, you know, the steps I do get, it's just walking around the grocery store or walking around the house. But I don't usually... Well, I haven't done any continuous walking, at least not since my surgery. Um, there's been some walking on the weekends with my mom. But those are usually, you know, we walk for like 20 minutes, half hour, keep pushing. Um, if that, because she walks a lot faster than I do. So she'll get her like mile and some change while I'm still at like a little less than a mile because I walk a lot slower than she does. But I walked two freaking miles. I was so freaking pumped when I got to the mile marker on the ground, I wasn't sure if it was like accurate because I wasn't sure if I started at the right starting place, but my little Apple watch thingy kicked in and I was like, holy crap. I don't think I've been that proud of myself in a really long time. And it was a beautiful, like I said, it was a beautiful day, almost 70 degrees. I just felt really good. The shoes felt great. It's all flat. So, um, it shouldn't be too, too bad. Hopefully if it's a nice day, come turkey trot. But I was so proud. I came home and I was like, like a proud little kid. Like I did two miles continuously, mommy. So that's really good. So I did my two miles yesterday. Uh, today it was raining, which sucked because I I was hoping it would hold off just a little bit so I could get out there and walk again, but Started raining at like 3.35. And I get out at 4. So close. So damn close. But, um... Despite my anxiety, I went to the gym anyway. And I went to the gym next to work, which is... I work in the suburbs. Um... So... Yeah. Uh, so I went to the Planet Fitness and I told myself uh, it was 4... 40 when I walked in or no 430 when I walked in I said half an hour we're only going to be in here in a half an hour and then we're going to go home well I got on the treadmill thinking I would do like 20 minutes on the treadmill and then do some weights and then bounce I got to 20 minutes at a 4% incline on the treadmill which is pretty damn good considering um after 20 minutes, I said, yeah, we'll keep it pushing. I got to 30 minutes, and I was pretty proud of myself. So I did 30 minutes at a 4% incline on the treadmill, which is also a first in the early set, a new first so that, that I haven't done in a while. And uh, I did some calf. Um, I did the calf press machine, which I'm probably going to pay for later. And I did some flies, and then I looked up, and it was, like, almost 5.30. And I was like, holy crap, I gotta go. So, two days up, two days exercising. I feel pretty good. My knees were on fire over the weekend and last night. They're actually better today. Uh, I'm not sure if it's because I exercise again, probably. But um, I feel pretty good. I need the scale to keep going down. That would be nice to make 
I don't say to make this worth it, but to kind of make this worth it, you know what I mean? Um, so with the, the yellow kicks that I got for the turkey trot training slash turkey trot, I bought yellow t-shirts to go along with the yellow shoes. You know, you got to coordinate. So I put on the t-shirt at work. Oh, and I looked in the mirror. I avoid mirrors for this exact reason. My stomach looked huge. Just, oh, it just, I don't know, it just, the t-shirt didn't have any flow to it. Maybe because it's new and I haven't, you know, worn it in yet. But it's a men's 3X, man. And it just, it didn't fit like snug, snug. But it didn't have that loose kind of baggy feel that I normally like with my shirts. <sighs> that took, that took some wind out of my sails. I'm not going to lie. But I, I trucked through it. I made myself go to the gym, even though I felt down. The other thing that made me feel down is my mom convinced me to buy a waist trainer's sauna suit thingy, my bob, earlier this summer before I had the surgery. Um, actually, just before I had the surgery. I put that on underneath the yellow shirt. <sighs> Talk about just it just, it just it doesn't fit. It's a 4X waist trainer and it doesn't fit around my whole tummy at all. It hurt my soul. Or it hurts, sorry, current. It hurts my soul. Fits the boobs fine, but it, it doesn't fit around my whole tummy. And that's sad. I got that like, well. It's an older reference point, but I got that Norm from Cheers, like, beer belly, you know, your belt is underneath your belly kind of tummy. That's me. I'm not proud, but I need this bad boy to go, because that was, seeing that in the mirror, when I changed clothes at work, just killed a little bit of me. But like I said, I trucked through it, I still went to the gym, I put my hoodie over it to hide a little... To camouflage it a little bit. But that was a little disheartening. Actually, that was a lot of disheartening. But, you know, we're going to keep going tomorrow. I think it's supposed to be cool, but not rain on Wednesday. So I'm hoping to do uh, the course again at the park. Uh, see how that gets me. See if I can do another two miles before it gets too cold or too dark. Whichever comes first. Even though I got like a little mini runner's headlight, which I probably could bust out, but um, yeah. So week seven, uh, we're doing pretty good so far this week. You just need the weight to come down and I feel a little bit better about myself. I hope. I hope. That sounds odd. But... We're doing pretty good, and the next part of the journey, I'll tell you guys in one minute. So, the next part of the rest of the week and what's going on for my journey. So, we're going to take a little departure and dive into some health stuff. So, uh, if you've listened to previous episodes, um, you know that in April, um, they diagnosed me with diabetes and high blood pressure. And I was taking medications for the better part of most of the summer. Um, and then my surgery happened and I missed a few days just cause I was out of it because of the surgery and then um just before this fourth quarter quest at the end of August I decided that um I wasn't going to take any more medications no no lisinopril no amitriptyline no metformin not the injections that I paid a pretty penny for I still have those I threw all the other pills out 
or I flushed them down the toilet. I know you're not supposed to, but that's the easiest way. We have like a menagerie of animals that live in our backyard. So throwing stuff out or kind of, I think you're supposed to like put them in coffee grounds or bury them in the ground. I, I just flush them down the toilet. So my supplements too. Uh, every pill I owned, I flushed. With the exception of uh, like some naproxen on the off chance I get a headache. Because I knocked myself out at work last year, so I get headaches um, frequently. But they closed my worker's comp case, so I have to deal with it on my own. Anywho, um, so yeah, so I stopped taking my medication. So I told myself that I was going to change my diet and change my habits, and I didn't want to be a dependent on medications because I just didn't, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be one of those people that have to take pills every day. And I thought, you know, this fourth quarter quest and I was going to get my stuff together and work out and, you know, do all this stuff and lose weight. And by the time I follow up with my doctor, uh, you know, I would have turned my numbers around and so on and so forth. And that's still the idea. But there was another issue that I had. Uh, so I was diagnosed with diabetes or high blood sugar and high blood pressure in April. And then I went, uh, or I had a hernia. I had surgery for that in July. But before I had hernia surgery, they had me do an ultrasound to see the size and width of the hernia before they did the surgery. Uh, that my surgeon requested. And when they did the ultrasound of my abdomen, or pelvis and abdomen, they found two masses in my pelvic region. Whew, sorry, there's a lot to talk about. Um, I haven't really told the the world. Um, I am now. All 15 people that listen to this. Um, so they found two masses on my in my pelvic region. And I followed up with a GYN who told me that one was the size of a lacrosse ball or close to it. And then the other one's the size of a baseball. So yeah, that, that freaked me out. And that's all happened just before my hernia surgery. So I was freaking out with the hernia surgery because I'd never had surgery before. And I'm a big person to, to cut into me. You know, plus with the the new diagnoses of you know blood pressure and diabetes that put me further risk. So it was all of I said this before, but April to July was rough mentally, especially with all the health stuff going on. It was it was an ordeal uh, for my personal well being. But uh, I talked to a GYN. He said, you know, you'd have their fibroids. Um, I could have them removed. Uh, I'm 40 and I don't have any kids and the likelihood of kids, uh, dwindles the older I get and the single I stay. Um, so the other option would be to either, or option, my two options are just have the fibroids removed if I would like to maybe try to have kids someday or hysterectomy. Those are my two options that he laid on me in, in July, but he said, have your hernia surgery, recover from that, follow up in three months. We'll, you know, do another ultrasound, see if they've grown or if you've experienced any pain or, you know, bleeding or missed periods or anything like that. Sorry, it's TMI, but you know, it's part of the journey. It's part of my story. And this whole podcast is me sharing my story to try to see what I've done and grow and so on and so forth. So, so that three month appointment was last Thursday. They did the ultrasound. Fibroids are the same. They haven't grown. However, we have a new problem. Uh, apparently, and you know, plug your ears if you don't like, uh, lady part talk, I guess. 
But um, I have a, a, what he said, excessively thick uterine lining, which I was like, dog, really? Um, which he used some big words that I had to Google, but I guess that could contribute to a form of uterine cancer down the road, possibly. Uh, but they would have to do some testing and a procedure and a biopsy to find that out. Um, and the ex- excessively thick lining could also contribute to excessive bleeding. <sighs> so my the G1 that I see is a slender uh, Italian man who is a very well-dressed man. Not bad looking. I'm not bad looking. He's in his 50s. it got to be, but it's not bad looking. Anywho, he is very, um, very informative and very straightforward, but not like rudely, but just very um, knowledgeable, but he expresses that well. And it was a lot for me to take in. So most of my stuff had like a tinge of humor to it just so I could like survive the visit. Otherwise, I probably would have broke down crying. But um, he kind of explained my options, and he explained the things that I would need to go forward. Apparently, I have to do a, a D and C test or procedure, which they would scrape the lining, um, which it sounds painful as all get out. And um, the the question, original question still remains about just having the fibroids removed because they are causing pain or we do the full hysterectomy. When I tell you I sat there like trying to like I won't say crack jokes but I was like trying to keep a smile on my face and I'm like dog and you know He's telling you all this information and, you know, he's using words that I don't know, but I'm using context clues and I can't Google because I'm trying to listen to him. But then in the back of my head, I'm going, I should have recorded this so I can listen to this later because I'm trying not to freak out and trying to listen to him and ask questions or follow up questions. So I'm like, OK, so what do we do today? And he's like, well, we'll set you up for the DNC. I think you should have that done. And then he he took a left. He, he took a left. I didn't see this one coming. Because he's like, if you want to do... Or no, 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 not if. He goes, your weight is contributing to your issues. And I was like, bruh. And he's like, your excessive weight with PCOS and such. Like, you're producing too much estrogen. And I was like, shut up, for real? He goes, that's what, that's, is that's the cause of the excessively thick uterine lining. And I'm like, okay. And then he's like, in order for you to have the surgery to remove the fibroids or the hysterectomy, if you're going to do the hysterectomy, you would like to do that robotically because that's less invasive. But and I was like, I'm too fat for that. He's like, well, he's like, you know, I can't, you know, I'm not going to say that, but you know, with your size and your weight, it would make it difficult. You know, I can't, he was saying like, he can't do the robotic surgery. Um, I guess we have some state of the art robotics team at one of the hospitals. He doesn't do that. He does a, a, a laparoscopic surgery, but not with the high tech tools, the new toys that they got. But he was like, if you want to recover quickly and, you know, lower your risk of complications and infections and such, you know, you're going to have to lose weight. He was like, we're not going to do the hysterectomy. Um, You know, let's do the DNC first. And that's probably going to get us through to November. So, you know, we're hysterectomy, even if you want to do it, we're looking at, you know, into the new year. Because the holidays and such and such and such. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, so how much weight, you know, you think I got to lose in order for me to, you know, 
quote unquote qualify. He was like 50 at least. And I was like, bruh. Like, you know it's coming, and you, you know, I'm like I said, I'm just a small, I'm 300 some odd pounds, right? So I get it. It's not a surprise, but it still hurts. And he's like, well, you know, that gives you some time. And he goes, I know you're working on it. Um, but, you know, let's do the DNC first. Um, you know, that's less invasive. That's or less invasive. That's outpatient. That's one day. You know, you may have some spotting afterwards, but, you know, you go back to work the next day. And I'm thinking, nah, bro, I want a day off at least. Like, you schedule these on Fridays so I can have the weekend? And he's like, nah. I'm like, damn. But, so... I'm hoping to get that done as soon as possible. And I was like, so even if we do that, you know, is that it? Or, like, do I got to take medications? And he's like, yeah, because we'd have to give you medications to up the other hormone that you seem to be lacking. Because you have an excess of estrogen, but a, a decrease or a lack of progesterone, I believe is how you say it. So I was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, will that make me gain weight? Because if that makes me gain weight, we're going to have a problem. He goes, no, you're okay. I'm like, all right, great. <sighs> so I have to figure out whether or not I want to have kids. And, you know, Google and WebMD are the worst thing for any type of... They don't help. You think they are helping because they explain stuff to you, but they just make things worse. And I looked at the procedure for the scraping, and I was like, ooh, that's going to hurt. But I get it. You know, I'm under anesthesia, so I don't, I'm not awake for it. So that's a plus. But the fibroid removal is a more invasive surgery. And the hysterectomy, obviously, is the epitome of invasive surgery. I don't know, dog. Like, this really hit me, like, with a ton of bricks. And... Like, it just adds more, you would think it would add more fuel to the fire to, like, inspire me or motivate me to work out in order to, you know, be thin enough or healthier for surgery. And it is, you know, don't, it is, but it's one of those, like, it hurts your soul, but, you know, you get the positive from it, too. But then it, you know, do I want to have kids? Do I want to endure another surgery? A, a major surgery? In my tummy area, nonetheless. That's two tummy area surgeries. Can I lose 50 pounds? Because if I were to do the fibroid or the hysterectomy, you know, I wouldn't wait too far into the new year to do it, hopefully. You know, insurance is, you know, it's New Year, so on and so forth. You know, I would rather do it in the winter months. So, you know, at least I'm at home chilling, cuddled up instead of waiting till because it was, whew, having a hernia surgery in the middle of July was brutal because I could never get comfortable because it was so damn hot. So I would much rather be cold recovering from surgery than hot. So that's a factor. Did I mention I have to lose 50 pounds? And can I lose 50 pounds by January or February to have one or the other surgeries? And then I'm like, okay, so say you, uh, kids is not likely, but do I really want to yank the whole uterus out? Like at first, when he said it back in July, I was kind of like, well, you know, I don't have to worry about birth control going forward. Uh, so there's an issue. I don't get any more periods, but then on the flip side, menopause. Who wants to be 40 years old and menopausal? Hot flashes and decreased libido, which sucks seeing how I've been single for all of my life, it feels like. So, you know, do I want to yank out that part and it's literally use it or losing it. And I'm losing it because I didn't use it. I, 
like I'm dealing with that too. I think they should give you counselors. There should be free therapy because I really would like to talk to someone, um, preferably a woman, uh, preferably a woman who's done this before or who's been through this before. Because I don't, there's got to be a support group or something. Because this is like, these are questions that need answers. These are definitely QT and A's. Like, do I really want to, do I really want to lose the ability to have kids, even though I'm 40 and I kind of don't want to have kids for psychological reasons? Um, well, biological too, if we're being honest, but do I want to lose the option? I don't know. Like that really has been freaking me out lately. I've tried not to think about it. I've tried to like, um, dive into my podcast and, you know, think about other stuff, but it's that. I don't have to make the decision anytime soon, but it, the the fact that it's on the table, so to speak, that's a lot. And, you know, I keep I, one of my hopes or wishes or goals is that, you know, this fourth quarter quest, which will in turn turn into the fourth quarter quest in the beginning of the year, Lord willing, I get there. But, you know, I'm hoping to lose weight and to build up my confidence and to become the woman that I've neglected or was too depressed to become all these years that like I'm hoping that on the other side of all this that it's going to be sunshine and rainbows like I've been through a lot like a lot a lot and some of it's known and some of it's not known like there is daily I think I told the story, or maybe I didn't. So I made cookies for a coworker last week. Um, it's going to tie back into it. Just hear me out. Go with me. So last Thursday, I made cookies, peanut butter cookies, my famous peanut butter cookies for a coworker. Coworker's birthday. We usually bring in cake or something. I usually buy a cake, but I actually like this coworker. So I made her my cookies. I don't make these for anybody. So, um, you know, we had, we had cookies and, you know, I was congratulating everybody. It was like, these are really good. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I can bake. So I was talking to her at the end of the day and, um, uh, her ex or someone special or used to be special brought her flowers in, um, for her birthday. And, uh, I'm sorry about that. Strange noises. Um, they brought in flowers for her birthday. So she was like, I don't know why you bought me flowers. You know, flowers are just going to die. And I was like, oh, no one's ever bought me flowers. So I would love to get flowers on my birthday. And she's like, well, they're just going to die. And I'm like, well, people die too. That doesn't mean we stop loving them. The whole office cracks up. They're like, oh my gosh, that is like, I never thought of that before. And I'm like, well, it's true. You know, people die, flowers die, everything dies. Everything living dies. That's not a reason to discard it or to not want it in your life. And they all laugh. And then one of the ladies is like, you are hilarious. Why don't you know? Why don't you talk more often at the office? She's like, that was a little dark, but that was funny. And I, without missing the beat, I'm like, I sit in the back corner with my headphones on for a reason. You think that's dark? I said, I've been pretty much suicidal for the better part of four years. So <laughs> there's a reason I'm quiet. And I just walked away and they thought I was joking. I was dead serious. I've had a rough go. I don't necessarily say I've had a rough life. Uh, people have had it rougher. 
but emotionally with depression and being suicidal and grief and self-esteem issues and weight issues. It's been a rough go of my adult life, especially my 30s. 20s weren't horrible, but my 30s. My God. Anywho, so going through all of this stuff, you know, I, I keep hoping that, like, the books that I'm reading or I have to read and all the stuff that I have saved in my Audible that I'll eventually listen to, that's going to help me become a better person and get through this stuff. And the therapist that I will hopefully find soon, because that's one of my goals for this month. Like, I keep hoping that come spring and summer 2020, you know, the weight will be coming off. I'll be, you know, wearing less and going out more. Shout out to Drake. And I can become this Christine, you know, 2.0 or 4.0 at this point because I'm 40. Haha. Um, I keep hoping, like, or that's the idea is that I'm going to, like, work my butt off this winter come spring and summer you know some of this will all come to fruition and I can like peacock out and show off you know my hard work and be more confident and have you know better self-esteem and smaller waistline and you know I could get my sexy Joe Scott on I would hate to get to that point I guess what I'm trying to say is I would hate to get to, well, I want to get to that. I don't want to say I hate. I would, what frightens me is, say I do all this, say I stick to my goals and I'm consistent and I lose, you know, I hit my goals apart from the hysterectomy, but I hit my goals and come, I don't know, April, I'm down, you know, 50, 60 pounds or something like that. And I'm feeling good, feeling great. Say I meet somebody. Or say I fall for somebody over the winter. And, you know, this is it. Finally, after all this time. Like, am I really going to have a hysterectomy and just poo-poo? Like, I'm not saying women who've experienced menopause have, you know, lackluster lives. But that is a factor. Your, your libido does dip. Vaginal dryness is a thing. It's currently not an issue, but I'm not menopausal yet. Like, do I really want to tack that on to this new, hopeful new person that I become? Like, the new pregnancy thing is a, is a really big pro, but the cons, I don't... Like I said, that's why I need to talk to somebody. That's why I need to find a a single woman over 40 who never had kids who had a hysterectomy. That's the person I need to speak with. Because I don't... I think it's different if you've had kids. Because you, you know, you've had kids. I need to speak to somebody who hasn't had kids. Whether they didn't want them or it just didn't happen for them. And see how they handled it psychologically. Physically, I think I'll be fine. Um, as far as like getting through the surgery, if I could lose the weight. But mentally, just mentally coping with the idea of potentially having that surgery is messing with me. Like big time. And just to have the fibroids removed, I still got to lose 50 pounds to have that done. Because the way they got it. Do the incision is where, you know, the crux of my gut is. So it's still abdominal pelvic area, and I have this huge tummy. So that Forex waist trainer sauna suit thingy, I needed to work overtime to knock his tummy down. Because I'm, unfortunately, I'm not built with a, you know, I'm not one of those plus-size women who are very large-chested, wide at the waist but not a gut and then you know thick thighs and a butt that's not me I have a beer belly tummy a very large chest and thick thighs with no tush 
the Lord blesses us all in different ways, doesn't he? So that's the other half of what I've been dealing with. Um, I don't know, dog. I really don't know. I, if you listen to the the uh, 5 for 5 and Growing After Dark episode, you could see, um, or go back and listen to it. Uh, bad sound quality and all. Or not bad, it's just not the greatest sound quality. But, you know, I'm a little frustrated in the romance department. And it's been a lackluster romance department. And I'm hoping, or that's that's one of my goals, wishes, hopes, dreams, is that, you know, I lose this weight and then that part, that aspect of my life picks up because I'll be more confident and more comfortable in my own skin. Because, I mean, despite this podcast, it doesn't show my personality off in its best form. I am quite funny and charming. I speak well, uh, knowledgeable, a lot of different things. I love sports. Um, you know, I have a great sense of humor. I make really good cookies. Like, there's aspects of my personality that I love, but they don't come across all the time. And most people assume I'm a certain way because of my size. Um, somebody told me I would make a really good stud lesbian. I'm not sure if that was a compliment or an insult. Said all I was missing was cornrows. It's messed up. I know I look like, you know, Cleo from Set It Off, but it just felt insulty. And there's nothing wrong with stud lesbians, but I don't feel, I don't feel like they said that in a positive light. Although I do really want cornrows, though. I'm really tired of this afro. But I don't want to get them because I don't want to look like Cleo from Set It Off and have people call me sir like they already do. But I digress. So that's the other half of trying to figure this all out is I have to I have to conquer these demons. I have to be consistent with working out to lose weight, but not just for aesthetic purposes, but for my health. And that's I said it previously, but when you know you're to blame for things, that's a hard pill to swallow. And knowing now I I, I kind of have time constraints. I mean, I already do, but it just adds more pressure and not in a good way. Or maybe I'm not taking it in a good way. I don't know. But... I got a long way to go from 50 pounds. I just want to get under 300 before the end of 2019. And that is hard by itself. Like, I just got to lose, like, 20 pounds to get under 300 pounds. And that is the hardest thing in the world for me. Like, I was sitting at my desk today. I think I was listening to... Was it Joe Scott? Um, One of my playlists... Chris Brown, it was Chris, Chris Brown, Chris Brown floated through the shuffle. And I'm like, you know, how many lines of cocaine do I need to do to get them Chris Brown, you know, Chris Brown relapsed cheeks? You know, when he was like super skinny after he got out of jail and we're like, ooh, how'd he lose the weight? Cocaine. (sighs) Like, I really wish I had a, a decent drug habit that would allow me to lose weight. That I can still function. Someone needs to come up with that. Because. I really don't know how I'm going to do this. And you know. I'm positive most days. I feel good most days. These past two days. That two mile walk yesterday really made my day. Tonight's exercise. I feel pretty good. Um, I'm going to hit the shower and hop into bed. And hopefully try again tomorrow. So I feel like. Good and encouraged. But. It's, I've said it before, it just doesn't seem like it's happening fast enough. And that's on me. There's no one to blame but me. But it still doesn't take away the pressure. Because like I said, Thanksgiving's coming. Christmas is coming. I'm seeing people I haven't seen in a while. I kind of want to impress some people. So I got to get on the ball. 
I gotta work harder, work smarter, eat better, be better. And hopefully we'll get there. So like we do every week, we finish out the episode with some quotes, a little motivation, a little inspiration, a little something to reflect on as we go forward. So I have a couple tonight. So the first one is transmutation. Grapes must be crushed to make wine. Diamonds form under pressure. Olives are pressed to release oil. Seeds grow in darkness. Whenever you feel crushed, under pressure, pressed, or in darkness, you're you're in a powerful place of transformation, transmutation. That's a good one. That's a really good one. And do 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 do. Uh, do 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 do. They're always right handy. And then I click something, and the next thing you know, it disappears. Oh well, here we go. Please keep looking, not for a person but for your passion, your love, your courage, your goals, your dreams, your happiness, yourself. Keep looking, explore yourself before you explore another. Know your worth, know yourself. Only then will you know what you need over what you want. You need yourself to become your own. That's a pretty good one. That's actually a really good one. And last but not least. Hmm. No, no. No, I don't like that one either. Ooh, like I said, I have them and then boom. Uh, last but not least. Don't carry your mistakes around you. I'm sorry. Don't carry your mistakes around with you. Instead, place them under your feet and use them as stepping stones to rise above them. So those are the quotes this week. Remember to drink your water. Call your loved ones. Tell them you love them. Think about what purpose that you have going into each day. My purpose each day is to exercise, at least this week. I gotta lose this weight, so that's my purpose, is to exercise, get my body moving. The more it moves, the better it feels. So do something this week that makes you feel better, whether it's a massage, whether it's a movie, whether it's exercise. Do something that makes you feel like you. Peace.